Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and today on Rock Metal Podcast, we have Nightwell back for the attack to chat some more about what's going on in the Nightwell world, and they have two new singles that were released this year, Hate Me and Thank You, uh, and I like saying those together almost in a sentence. It's a cool little sentence. And right now, I'm being joined by Kyle and Cole to share what's been going on in the Nightwell world, and for those of you who are massive, huge, throbbing fans of the Rock Metal Podcast, will know that the boys were on, or Terrence, rather, was on uh, about a year ago chat about some stuff so if you go to today's uh, show notes the rockmetalpodcast.ca go into the search bar type in nightwell or probably just anywhere on on the googles uh type in rock metal podcast and nightwell you'll have access to both interviews so i'm glad to have the boys back on so kyle and cole are here to share some more information kyle cole thank you what so up? much uh- Hello, thank you for having us to this throbbing podcast. <laughs> it throbs, especially when you guys are here. It, does, it definitely throbs. <laughs> How's it going, man? Excellent. I would say it's going very well. How are you, boys? Good. Good. Chilling? Yeah. Yeah. Looks like we're at, at, at ground zero here. We got some guitars and some basses and some keyboards. And is that is that an SM7B that you're speaking into? Yes. Yeah, this is my little home office where a lot of guitars and records are up and the microphones are here. This is where like, some of the stuff was tracked. Excellent. So take us through these couple of singles then, especially during uh, pandemic times. Or what we're hearing, basically, like, you did it there? Uh, yeah, it's it was kind of like a little bit of everywhere when we started writing these songs. It started off as home demos. And then uh, this was like the first time we actually wrote all together in a room, which was interesting. Usually it was just like Cole and I would send riff ideas uh, back and forth. So we did a chunk of it at my old studio space and then uh, recorded all the guitars here and then recorded everything else uh, with Brendan at his studio and at room 21. We did like drums and vocals and stuff. So it's been it's it's all over the place. (laughs) Wow. Uh, What was that like? I mean, is, is Toronto fairly open i mean how are things going there uh, well when it started it was yeah. very much just like well me and kyle actually live in the same building so i was actually able to just come here and do a lot of recording and writing here with him but uh it wasn't until sort of the what like april april or something like that yeah we were like we were pretty locked down like i feel like toronto was in lockdown for forever like well over a year yeah. Um, so yeah, it was definitely all these songs were definitely birthed during uh, the pandemic and during lockdown and nothing to do. Yeah, we no got, one to see. We had like all, all these little nuggets of ideas, and it wasn't until we were able to like kind of sit down at with, with Brennan and really flush everything out. Yeah, as like a whole group. We basically wrote a record and then whittled it down to three. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a few different uh, topics came up there. Number one, you mentioned uh, first time working or sitting down together as a group. Did that change the way the songs came out, in your opinion? A hundred percent, yes. Uh, we like this was the first time we wrote with Jason from the ground up because uh, some of the Nightwell lore is we had a different vocalist when we first started off, and we had basically the EP written instrumentally already, uh, based on the uh, the old vocalist. Um, and then when Jason came in, we kind of like spiced stuff up and changed stuff around. So this was the first time we really got to like flex jason's vocal style which is definitely more like hip-hoppy and poppy yeah we definitely wrote like with his style in mind with these singles well that's important (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. i mean he can do whatever but it was fun like letting him kind of like 
do his natural thing because Jason has a side project called Flowerless where it's it's basically just like hip hop and R and B. Well, I'm definitely picking and, that up in in the tracks, and you guys, uh, what word I want to use? Massage it in there. It doesn't sound like you're trying to build a Frankenstein. That's good. <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, it was definitely massaged in there for sure. Like, there's a lot of bands that kind of like flex that like post hardcore like poppy vocal style, which is like stuff that we really enjoy. Um, so yeah, it's 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 a little bit of a genre melder, but I think in a good way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it works. Did you guys need to change keys or anything like that for for Jason? Uh, nope. No. Just uh, we're like we just play like drop D for everything, and we've never had to like tune down or anything like that. He's pretty versatile. Okay, very cool. Now something else that was mentioned was uh, I believe you said Room Twenty One, correct? Correct. With Sam Guyana, did you guys work with him? Uh, not for this. I I personally work with Sam a lot. I also produce bands in Toronto, and like including like I produced this Nightwell stuff and mixed it and recorded it. Um, so I do a lot of stuff with Sam on the side and we've done projects together. So that's usually where I cut drums and vocals out of if it's available. Okay. Very cool. Uh, so my next question was going to be, you know, why there, uh, room, room 21, but it sounds like obviously you've got, uh, already a good working knowledge of the studio space. Yes. I've been in there for days, for months, for years. (laughs) So I know it pretty well. (laughs) Beautiful. Yeah, we just recently, well, not too terribly recently, I have to look at when this was, but he was on Nail the Mix. He was, yeah, for uh, Intervals and Silverstein, I believe. Yes. So Yeah, he did a he did a good job. He did do a good job. So if he's, He did. He's he's very talented guy. <laughs> <laughs> so if he's listening in, give yourself a pat on the back, sir. Uh, Happy birthday, Sam. It's Sam's birthday today. Ooh, fantastic. All right, so at time of recording on uh, Saturday, September 11th, 2021, it is Sam Guyana's birthday of Room 21 Sound. Yeah. <laughs> Fan-freaking-tastic. Uh, maybe it's kind of like a random question, but you said you did... No, it's actually not random at all. You said you did all the mixing uh, work for the record. What were you going for in terms of a mix? Did you have a vision in mind? Uh, a little bit. Like, I knew I wanted it to be production-based forward, like, letting a lot of, like, the synths and the electronic elements shine through while still having, like, big rocking drums and, like, kind of still, like, big guitars, but more pushed into the back. Like, they're they're not the main focus. Um, so, yeah, like, some, basically what, like, the last Nightwell record sounds like, just, like, a little more evolves. Okay. Now... Technical question, maybe. Maybe not a technical question. I don't know. But there are a lot of musicians who listen to uh, the show. How do you go about having, like, for example, you mentioned a big guitar sound, but pushed back, kind of subdued? Like, how do you how do you go about doing what it is that you set out to do? How do you make drums big? Is it because of the studio, Room 21? You just you hit a drum and it's like you, you could take a bath in it afterwards? I wish it was that big. Uh, no, Room 21 <laughs> is actually, like, relatively small, like, drum wise and uh, like drum face wise so it's a lot of like trickery in the mix of uh like reinforcing with like room samples and then uh yeah like again it was to get the like the guitar like big and bright and like booming but it not being like swallowing the whole mix like most like rock songs are and like letting like vocals and the synths shine through so it was, it's like there's no like really 
like trickery or like mix wise, like anything mix wise like that. But uh, yeah, it's just like vision, I guess. Yeah, there's just a, a lot more production elements to these songs than we have before. Before it'd be like we'd throw in just a little sprinkle of synth and whatever, but this is like pretty synth and production heavy. Did you guys yeah. find? Try to think of how to word that. Because uh, guitars and synth can a lot of times take up similar spaces. So, did you guys find that you were writing differently on account for all the keyboards? Uh, I don't think so. No, it was. Uh, it's more like well, I, I think we kind of would like chill out on like the leads. True. Yeah. Kind of just take the guitar as sort of like a, a rhythm and like kind of allow the synth to take the lead you know yeah that's true it's it's definitely way less noodly than our uh <laughs> record before there's like there's a lot of guitar stuff going on uh like even in the background of the last record and then like way more crazy harmonies on the last record as well Hmm. yeah less noodles less noodles yes less noodles Hmm. anybody else who's hungry out there should probably go get some noodles <laughs> <laughs> loosely you guys mentioned that you wrote a whole bunch of tracks and then pared it down to three take us through that process what were you guys looking to do we looking to bundle something together i heard the word ep at some point yeah um it like well, i spent a lot of uh the initial lockdown because we were, we did stay separated i Pretty much just locked myself in my little my little studio room and wrote fucking fifteen songs, and I know he wrote some stuff and Jason did, and we all just kind of sent every uh, each of us our own ideas. And so once we actually got into a room, we kind of just took bits and pieces from all of our ideas and and, and whittled it down to I think just the best three things we could do, the three songs that we could. Yeah, we knew we wanted to like switch sounds a little bit um so we got like the if we we're gonna do like an ep like three to four songs we got like the three songs that excited us the most kind of deal these three songs yeah yeah cool i i loosely remember i'm having flashbacks to when i was chatting with terrence uh it's because you mentioned a lot of little guitar diddlies and things i remember like is this the right band where i was absolutely astonished at like the 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 dexterity of the guitar player and it turns out Yes. Let's say yes. <laughs> let's let's say let's just yes. Say yes. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. It's <laughs> cool. Uh, and on a Telecaster, no doubt. Uh yeah, a lot of it was. Yeah, a lot of the leads were. I think the rhythms were, were a, a Les Paul with a bare knuckle oh, in yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, my my metal is hell, Les Paul. <laughs> yeah, very metal. <laughs> Most metal, Les Paul. Yeah. Even more metal than I don't know. How do you get Zach Wilde's Les Paul? I guess it's yeah. might be more metal than Zach Wilde's. It's Les got Paul. bare nuts. It's less wild looking, but juggernaut it's, pickups in it. Yeah, Ooh. it's pretty heavy. Mm. Les Pauls are heavy. Suckers are like 11, 12 pounds. They sure are. Swag <laughs> have a fender. Yeah, they're not fun to play live. You'll, your shoulders will know about it the next day. They sure will. That's why Paige had his so low it was just the shoulder like the strap just kept stretching yeah <laughs> groovy okay so that definitely explains a couple of things because 
as I'm watching Confident, I'm remembering like, yeah, there's a lot more guitar diddlies. And when I listen to say, thank you, for example, where it comes across as maybe a bit more. Were you guys looking for maybe spacey or ethereal at times? Yeah, like kind of like chill, chill vibes for at like the verse, especially the verses of thank you. It's just like laid back, chilling vibes and then letting like the chorus open up. Yeah, we're like confident. It's more like it's that that riff is almost like mathy in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely like Midwest emo American football style. Yeah, more rockin', more yeah. rock tune. Yeah. Diddly, diddly's. Football with a W for all of those uh, who thought we were talking about soccer for a second. Yeah, football. Football with a W. I just saw that on Teen Titans Go. They had this whole episode making fun of American football uh, and how pointless it is, but how much better it is to watch (laughs) than soccer. So it's in my head. It's stuck there. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay, so we chatted about working on some home demos, uh, recording all over the places. Uh, We chatted about Room 21 uh, Studios and doing some things there. We chatted about adding a whole bunch of synth, which from what I understand, because it says guitar and production. Is that what production is? Did you personally? I I would say, yeah, like the production uh, elements are just like synths and the fake drums and stuff like that. Yeah, cool. Uh, And then music videos uh, for these tracks. Uh, definitely showcasing, you know, that you're from TO. So thank you for that. <laughs> what what was, was that the idea? Was the idea is like, we got to do a music video. We're in front of the CN tower. Like we got to do that. <laughs> it didn't start off like that. We, we wanted to uh, like, we, we watch a lot of like, or listen to a lot of hip hop and stuff. And all the videos in hip hop are usually just like really fast, random scenes that don't make any, like there's no correlation between the two and like sick cuts. So that's kind of just what we wanted to do. And then we just decided to make a couple days of it. And then we ended up at the CN tower and we got kicked out right away. Yeah. That, that (laughs) one shot of the CN tower is actually like the only shot shot that we got that day. Yeah. CN tower. (laughs) Because as soon as we shot it, the security came. They're in, like, was like, you have no, to, you have to get this approved. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. they're like, e- email the CN Tower. We're like, yeah, we're already see it. Yeah, we got our one shot. It's cool. We'll put yeah. it in there. Yeah, lots well, of yeah. nice piece of trivia. So everybody listening in, if you are on today's website, therockmetalpodcast.ca, or you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you're watching on YouTube, you can see how incredibly good looking we are and throbbing. Don't forget, that's another word. <laughs> We're definitely throbbing over here. Yes, hashtag throbbing. That's going to be the yeah. new... <laughs> Let's get uh, that trending. Yeah, new trending. Uh, you can see the music videos for Thank You and Hate Me in today's show notes. Click the link, and it'll take you to the YouTube uh, video. And then when you see the CN Tower, just know that is it. That's all you so get. Just the a taste. One yeah. Shot. But you guys did a good job. I mean, I don't, did you guys edit it? Because whoever edited it did a good job. I had no idea. No, uh, we got... Uh, this guy from also from Toronto named Dylan Gould, uh, Stay Goulden. Uh, he does crazy edits. Like he's been in the like the Toronto metal scene forever. Like he played with Brand of Sacrifice for a while, and he's always kind of like filmed shows and stuff. And uh, we've wanted to work with him for so long on something, and just like to let him do his thing. And he definitely did did the thing for sure. Dude, he's amazing at yeah, editing. Sick. He's definitely got a really cool vision. Unique too. He, we've seen his edits for so many different bands. He did like a video for like uh, Belmont that we thought was just like, yeah, like oh, like something along these lines with just crazy amounts of edits. 
I think yeah. at one point he said to us, he's like, I have like 405 layers on this video as of right now, as far as edits go. Yeah, we, we gave him a hard drive of like 400 gigs of footage and we just said, okay, go for it. <laughs> we gave him no other direction. Wow. You guys have a yeah. lot of budget on that one. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I really. <laughs> That's the equivalent of like just handing over a box of receipts to your accountant at the end of the year and going, just, just do it. Yeah, like good luck. Just, yeah, don't get us audited. Just <laughs> do the thing. Give me a nice fat tax return. Yeah. If you could do that, that would be great. Awesome. Is that the keyboard that was on the record? I know it's a silly question, but there's a keyboard right there. It's uh no, it's not. There's oh. there's a mini keyboard. I know, I'm sorry. Uh this is like a MIDI keyboard. Uh we use like an actual analog synth with which was kind of fun to mess around with. Yeah. Like that, a lot of Korg stuff, like mini logs and Nords on the record and some other ones I don't know the the terminology for. I think like a sub fatties on it. There's a sequencer on the there's there's a lot. In the new song, we even did a vinyl scratch with a vinyl player, which I thought was kind of or a record player, which I thought was fun. Yeah. It's fair. You'll you'll hear it. But it's cool though, because in a world of I can just go into the Apple Loops library and pull something really quick. Yeah. You guys actually turned uh, the crank on a, on a, on a synthesizer and yeah. <laughs> t- tuned it and are, you know, all those things that you need to do on like real synthesizers. Yeah. Is- a lot of like plugging in cables and robot noises. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. It was, it was, it was definitely different and it was fun like being creative in that aspect as well. That, that's a whole world that I'm not familiar, like good with. So I was just like, yeah, I like how that sounds. That sounds cool. Do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. More of that. Smack it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's great. There was a Alligator Wine is a band that has no guitars in it. It's just like organs and keyboards. And I was watching them in the studio. They had old school synthesizers, like ones you had to tune. Some of them they left out of tune because it sounded better. And right. there was a couple of them that they actually would smack at certain points rhythmically. And they had they mic'd it up. And it's like it's cool, you know? It's it's really cool, but you imagine like lugging that like nine hundred pound synthesizer like on stage and like all your like telephone cables and shit. Like it's insane. So much work. It is. It is. Very cool though. Yeah. Uh cool. I guess uh last question I'll ask is lyrically sure. these tracks, thank you, hate me. Is there a theme? Or the what when you guys group these songs together, you found the best ones? Is there a common theme? Is there anything going on lyrically? Uh, I think uh, just like relationships in general, uh, like friendships and uh, just how people communicate. Yeah, like I think they both like the first two songs, like Hate Me and Thank You first started off as like uh, Jason had a friendship that kind of went sour and we kind of delve into that of like, you know, losing a homie. Um, and then thank you kind of evolved into more of like a relationship ending, which is like the classic, like emo, uh, trope to go for. Mm -hmm. Um, and then in our third song tragic, it's just about our experience as a band in the music industry as a whole. Um, so yeah, just like just dealing with like, you know, just life issues, friendships and relationships and career. Um, just something, yeah, something a little more like personal. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, as long as you stick to those three topics, just put them up on the whiteboard. I think if you just keep hitting those, 
you'll, you'll, yeah. be, you'll be good. I think I think so. I think like relatable lyrics are always fun. I think, but, but we could probably get a little wacky with it. I don't know. We'll see what the future holds. <laughs> see what the future holds. Cool. Well, I mean, as long as you guys keep speaking of being in the music industry, continue doing what you're doing. You'll be back on here. So I mean that that holds into the future, which is cool. Yeah, we got to set our yearly alarm to yes. do the podcast. Exactly. Beautiful. Uh, and then I guess my next big honking question. You mentioned tragic is coming up. Is there any other any other news happening between now and it's September or at the time of recording this between now and say I guess the end of the year? Anything possible to happen in Toronto? I don't hear I don't hear we're about to cave in like nobody's business. But it's so up in the air right now. Like we have we've had like shows booked that don't look like are happening anymore. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It like it's like the classic. I think everyone's been dealing with like the rumors of like locking back down. So we have some shows booked that have already fell through, and then maybe a headlining show in November. Maybe we'll see what happens, and then Mm -hmm. tragic coming out sometime this year as well. So I think those are the the things, and we're giving away a skateboard this month. Okay, skateboard. It looks skateboard. cool. Thank you, skateboard. It does look cool. Custom made. Ooh. Okay. This will more than likely air in October, but nevertheless, it's good to still chat about that. And I'm congratulations, whoever won. Congratulations <laughs> to uh, who won. Blank. Uh, yeah. So we chatted about home demos, room twenty-one, uh, the CN Tower. Thank you. Hate me. Uh, we even got Sam in there because it's his birthday at the time of recording, and. Yep. <laughs> Tragic is coming up. There also may or may not be some live entertainment coming up. (laughs) If you go to the show notes for today, you can head over to nightwell.ca. Keep up to date with what's going on with the boys. They obviously have their yearly, their anniversarial uh, appointment with the podcast. And uh, they just gave away a skateboard. So they're probably going to give away other cool things. And... What else is there? Yes, the two music videos at the time of chatting about this. If Tragic is available, I'll put it up into the show notes as well. Thank you. Hate me. Click on those links. And for those who are super serious, you can go ahead and look at episode 709 where I chatted with Terrence. Um, and we kind of loosely chatted about that as well because of the music video for Confident where it shows some serious guitar work. Yes, noodles. 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 Lots of noodles. We also chatted about noodles. So if maybe go get some pho or something. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> yeah. Or pho for all the white people out there listening in. Yeah. Uh, why is it called the pho king? Sweet. <laughs> I think that's all my questions. So, boys, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Little podcast today, or coming back on, rather. Thank yeah. you. It was really fun. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. It's our turn. <laughs> <laughs> Terrence says thank you as well. Yeah, Terrence, Terrence misses you a lot. Yeah. Cool. He's act- he's actually in the closet. We yeah. just tied him up. No. Yeah. It's our turn. It's our turn. But guys, yeah, I can I sit in the talk middle. Both things. Yeah. I want to be heard. I want to talk about noodles. <laughs>